Hey, it's Dr. Whitney. I'm an author, a coach, and a mama to two growing girls. Yep, I do it all. Well, actually, that's not true. I used to do it all. Now, I only really do the things that matter most to me. If that feels too good to be true, it's not. Here's the thing. Before I became a mom, I was totally thrilled with the idea of doing everything and being everything to everyone. I was told that if I just kept swimming, everything would work out fine. But I was dead wrong. Hustle culture, perfectionism, and the endless hamster wheel of work mom life weighed me down. That feeling of never giving enough but having absolutely no more to give brought me to my knees. My first daughter, who was diagnosed with autism this year, was an endless well of needs. My relationship with my husband was full of more resentment than love. Our second daughter felt left in the dust and told me one day she thought I didn't love her. But I couldn't get off the roller coaster of my working mom life. I was heartbroken, but I was also exhausted and hardly ever the joyful present mom or career woman I always thought I'd be. Making time for activities that fed my soul on a regular basis? <laughs> what time for that? And as a result, I wasn't as effective at my job. I didn't show up as my best self at the office. My performance suffered at home and at work. Do you identify with that? To feeling completely overwhelmed and overworked? To drowning in mental clutter and a sea of stress? To wishing you had more to give at the office and at home? That was me burnt out and ready to call it quits until I decided I couldn't juggle that demand, those heavy burdens of life, of motherhood in the workplace without a sustainable system I could use to get off and stay off the hamster wheel. So I created a framework that worked for me, but also for all the other caregivers I connect with in my clinic and online. And now I coach career-focused caregivers to organize their stress and clear their mental clutter so they can live purposeful, aligned lives. I help overwhelmed moms get off the work-life home hamster wheel so they can be the parents, partners, people, and professionals they always dreamed they'd be. Are you ready to live a more joyful, productive, and mentally uncluttered life? To give more without draining yourself? To spend your time, energy, and focus on what matters most to you so you can thrive and everyone around you can too? Then go to modernmommydoc.com and click on coaching so you can be part of the momversation. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Doc Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full time pediatrician and a full time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hi, everyone. 
welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres, your host. And today I am thrilled to be joined by Dr. Elisa Arabobo. She is medical director consultant at Maven Clinic. And I wanted to talk about Maven Clinic and have her come on because I really think that when it came across my radar, I was like, yes, this is a solution that we've been waiting for, for moms and for kids and for families and really for comprehensive healthcare. So thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Arabobo. Absolutely. I think you put it best. It's a comprehensive service that's available here at Maven and glad to be a part of it, you know, and it's something that's moving us into a direction that most people aren't used to in understanding how do I receive care through the internet or through a virtual, you know, platform? What does that really mean? And it is, it requires a little bit more of more innovative thought and just really looking at your healthcare as a whole and thinking about sometimes when you have those questions, Questions that you still want to ask, but you're not sure who to ask, Maven is an answer for you because it's 24-7 on-demand care and you can talk with a care coordinator and be able to really just understand where should I go with this question? Who should I talk to? Is it a pediatrician or should I talk to the OB or should I talk to a doula or do I talk to a midwife? You know, who, who's this person that I can really just kind of glean some information from to really understand like where I am in my reproductive journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I saw also, and I know that there's a lot of mental health support also that Maven is providing. Is that right? That is definitely true. And, and it comes in various ways, whether you decide you want a series of appointments or maybe you just want one appointment to understand something of a diagnosis, or maybe you just need some support just to ask a question. I'm having anxiety right now. I'm not sure how I'm going to make it through this. Can I ask you a few questions, you know, and that's something that is somewhat of a problem, I guess you would say, when you think about those things, because we can always do a chat bot and say, hey, does this make sense? What should I do? And the chat bot will read it back to you. But isn't it kind of nice that you can go to a platform, actually speak with someone, they give you some referrals, some direction, resources, so that you can know whether or not you need to have in-person appointment. Or do you just put up a series of appointments with Maven? And that in itself, I think, is a huge win for healthcare as a whole, but even for women. And this is where you could be in various stages of your journey. And to really be able to tap into a resource such as this is a huge, it's a huge undertaking. And it really takes that burden off of us, birthing people, women, men, families as a whole, trying to find where can I go for that one-stop care, or at least somebody help me coordinate through this. Yeah. Okay. So tell people, for those who are not as familiar with Maven and haven't been, you know, researching it <laughs> like a maniac like me, tell, tell people what it what are their options? What are the solutions that Maven provides specifically? And then also, how do they access it? Like, can a person off the street access Maven? Is it through employers, corporations? Talk to me about that part. It's all of the above. It really is. It's all of the above. And it's just a matter of where you sit. It's something to ask your employer. Do you have Maven services? It's something to even ask your insurance plan. Do you guys have Maven services where people can kind of tap into various areas into how do I get this care? How do I tap into it? And you can definitely go on to the Maven website and look at the app, download it, and then start care that way too. 
And you can go from your employer, which a lot of employers are there that have it as available on in their platform, even for the services for the employees. But you have to ask the questions too. You may already even know you have it and just haven't utilized it. That's another big thing. A lot of folks have a lot of access to this, but just haven't utilized it yet. And this is an opportunity for you to be able to go and open it up. Look at it. See what what services are available. What are you looking for? What have you been looking for? And maybe they can give you that good answer that you're looking for. And maybe you can start a good relationship with Maven. Absolutely. I want to read a few stats from the Maven website about the efficacy of this more comprehensive program. And really, when I have been looking at you guys, what I've been impressed by is kind of this more holistic approach, the idea of thinking about fertility, the idea of thinking about menopause, the idea of thinking about women and families who have kids and are trying to navigate childcare for their own children who are already in existence. And so kind of spanning the the gamut there. So a few statistics from the Maven Clinic website, 33% of members better manage anxiety or depression due to Maven, 25% of fertility members achieve pregnancy without assisted reproductive technology. That's huge. And I think actually maybe the most impressive, over 90% of members return to work after leave. That's a big one, right? This is where it's a huge benefit for employers because now you've got return of your workforce. And And that in itself is a huge return on investment. And of course, decreasing the anxiety. We all know we have anxiety as human beings, but to be able to get some of those answers early on, maybe just just understanding what does my journey look like for me in my birthing journey, my reproductive journey, menopause, infertility, all these things that not necessarily go unanswered, but you just are looking for maybe something just a little bit more. More, or maybe you need to ask the question three or four times, and you just want to make sure is it going to be the same answer every time? And that is where this comes into play. It's about that preventative care and doing early education. Early education in itself helps to decrease anxiety for a lot of individuals, but even more so for women because we're thinking of multiple things at times, because of course, there's no one else that can have a baby but us, right? right? There's no one else that can think about the infertility except for the husband or the partner that's involved as well. But is that who's the person that's going to have to go through the birthing process? That still could be that birthing person, right? And then of course, when it comes to having to be that strong unit or the cornerstone of the family and deciding when do I go back to work or can I take some longer time, this is where you can really just dig into those benefits and really understand, okay, this is what I can do to support my family. This is what our plan is. Maven supports me through this plan. That's a huge win for a lot of individuals that you may not have necessarily had that. I didn't have it when I was having kids, right? And even now till today, not everybody has that. And that in itself is something that can decrease your stress, Mm -hmm. decrease your level of misunderstanding and really being able to get to and ask questions and advocate for yourself, right? right? It also leads into you just being a whole person and being able to now Maybe you want to do some yoga. You're not worried about, okay, oh my gosh, where's my time? Okay, I got to figure this out. I got to figure that. You don't know. You no longer have to do those things because it's all figured out for you. And they're working it around your schedule, not you working around their schedule. 
I think that's huge for working moms. You know, in my clinic, in my pediatrics clinic, I I so appreciate my partners and also the therapists, the licensed psychologists that work alongside us that are constantly talking about work-life balance for us, but then also for the patients that we serve. And so we have a more traditional model there. You know, we're there from 8.30 to 5. On the weekends, we're there from, you know, 9 to 12. We are there every single day of the year, but it's not the same as having 24-7, 365 day a year access. And for working moms... It's very important. And, And sometimes we don't necessarily, even as individuals or human beings, we don't recognize that. But then of course we take it even step a little step further for those who are going through various reproductive journeys or however that is for your family and your partners that are involved in this. Sometimes we take a little bit, I guess you'll say advantage of, oh, you'll figure it out or oh, it'll be okay. And sometimes maybe you don't need to figure it out. Maybe sometimes you just need to be able to say, let me help someone else help me navigate through this. And then you you realize, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Now I can, you know, go to sleep at a decent hour. I can do all these other things that come into play to care for my family. Yeah. Maven, I know, has a huge emphasis on LGBTQ. AI plus <laughs> communities and wanting to make sure that you're really supporting them. Tell me about specific initiatives they have or how they do that. How do they make sure they're really supporting minority communities and different communities? It comes down to the care coordinators. You know, our care coordinators are the ones that are doing the boots on the ground, that first interaction. And you need to be able to identify with that individual, because they're going to help you navigate through that process and just really understanding who you need to talk to, to help you navigate through that process and being able to identify those that you want to talk to. And so those are some things that, you know, are a little different and being able to ask for that. You can see that on the website, they ask you those questions. And I think that's where it's a little different than most places. Just being open and honest and letting someone really be able to ask those questions freely and not feel judgment about it. Because sometimes certain things that an individual is looking for, they need to know they can identify with that person. Plus the fact that we have the different languages available Mm -hmm. on the platform. Those are certain cultural things that really do. It's a huge thing to be able to speak in your own mother tongue and, and be able to express yourself. Yeah, for sure. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned. As you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. Tell me about the interaction between Maven and health insurance. When people sign up when they're with an employer, I'm assuming that it's the employer that's offering it as the benefit. It's separate from someone's maybe individual health insurance. But is that... Is that correct? Is that the way that it works? 
That would be a, a different question for another person <laughs> to answer. Well, a fair pass. That really goes into having to talk to other individuals within Maven and get more understanding on what's happening and how that all works mm -hmm. and that intricacy. Because generally, things are always evolving. So yeah. it's best to have the ones that are knowing it best to be able to answer those questions. Okay. No, no problem. What I did see when I've been researching about Maven is a lot about the way that the platform works, though, not being in competition with insurance companies. You know, that's not the goal. The goal is to be complementary to. So if it wasn't something that was covered by an employer, then it would be something that would be, be complementary. The other thing that I saw that was so neat, and I'll just mention, and if you can speak to it, you can, and if not, we can move on, but is about the financial dashboard. I saw also that there's even some resources within the Maven platform that are about, you know, health account reimbursement and being able to think about making sure that you're making your money work for you and allowing what your employer actually sets aside for you to be useful to you, you know, in, in general, in the ways that are helpful to you, which I think is, is really a new thing that hopefully working moms are the ones that we're, we're kind of pushing this, this idea of like, it doesn't help me to use my FSA on like toothpaste, you know, I want to hear you. And that does come from a different department too, just yeah. to really give you the, the details of things, but you are correct. And really looking at that overall picture. And, and this is where that holistic approach comes into play too. We always say, is it holistic in, in thinking about just, you know, the care that I'm receiving? No, it's the whole thing. Like how mm -hmm. do I really navigate through this whole landscape of my healthcare? And that's where I think Maven has done a really good job of trying to answer that for a lot of individuals, depending on where you come from in your health insurance, your employee, all of that. But that does come from a different department as well okay. to give you more details. It, it wouldn't be me, but I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure you're looking at everything. Talk to me about your medical director consultant role and then previously medical director role. Tell me, tell me about the ways that you really instilled quality care, like that emphasis on quality care with the providers that were taking care of patients, obviously working with the care coordinators, but what were the other things that you were really focused on in terms of the interactions with patients? Because I know that in my private practice clinic that that can be tricky. I've been the site lead at my clinic and been the one who's been telling other providers like, hey, that interaction didn't go so well. I've been the person on the you know medical home champion talking to people about these are the things we need to do to make sure from a systems level that things are better. So talk to me about Maven and in, in that role and now your consultant role. What are the things you're really focused on that you know patients need to be the most successful possible? It's a matter of just understanding efficiency mm -hmm. and making sure, you know, if there's adjustments with time, with schedules, how do we really just make sure we're always meeting that demand, always engaging, always available, answering questions when needed, whether it's synchronously or asynchronously. But that in itself is, is something that you can see they pride themselves on that. And, and it really is that partnership with the provider and the care coordinator. I think that's the ultimate thing of really making sure there's streamlined communication and then working together to make sure that this particular individual gets the care they need when they need it. And that really does fall on the shoulders of working with the care coordinators. Dr. Arabobo, tell me what you're doing when you're not at Maven. You're a consultant, but then you're also practicing in like the actual real world in person. Is that correct? Yeah. So I work as a hospitalist here in California as well. So for me, this is still 
I guess you'd say I have my my foot in both buckets, you know, brick and mortar and then in a telehealth world. But then the brick and mortar world, it still allows everyone, myself included, to really understand what patients really do need sometimes on the hospital side and what kind of questions are they asking on the hospital side and really just understanding the things that are occurring for someone when they do come to the hospital how they get their care, how they receive it, you know, how things may change. Because in the OB land, things are very dynamic Mm -hmm. and it changes all the time. And this is where it it kind of just gives you perspective, I would say, on here's what's happening here virtually, but here's also what's happening in person for an individual. And this is what their journey will look like on the other end of it. And then where do you continuously make improvements on both ends to make sure that, you know, the care is needed and the care is met for that particular individual. So I still, I still love it. I haven't given it up yet. We'll see how long (laughs) this lasts, but you know, I just, it's still for me a really big thing to just make sure I continue can give care to patients. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. That's has been similar for me as well that, you know, having kind of my ear to the ground, seeing patients who are really struggling with those early feeding issues, seeing people come in with their baby carrier. What's the thing that they're wearing today? Wait, okay, well, hold on. Tell me about that. You know, understanding what they're buying on the internet for sleep, like like seeing things in real life sometimes can really be helpful when you're working with someone virtually. And also I think the other way around, you know, when you're seeing someone virtually, it can help to understand, like you said, what's the path someone's going to take before they come to you? What's the path they're going to be taking when when they leave your office or when they leave your virtual spot and they go back into the real world in the hospital or have another child or go back there? I always think it's interesting, my online platform, how that informs my clinical world and allows me to see the broader expanse of what pe- what's going on and then vice versa. And what I found the most interesting is I was really privileged. The American Academy of Pediatrics named me as a spokesperson. And so I get to see some of their policies, you know, that come through and I get to be part of that. But sometimes policies are different, as you know, in your world <laughs> than what happens in the real world in a clinic setting. Right. And so being able to translate that is so important. Because we see both sides of the coin. And and it also brings in that innovation side to that brick and mortar world too. And really looking at the full scope of what patients are dealing with. And this is where we see for a lot of hospitals, they have opened up telehealth a lot within their own facilities. A lot of hospitals have now done a lot of asynchronous learning for, you know, before you come into the hospital, use our QR code, go on here. We've got a few videos for you, right? There's more innovation that's coming. And then, of course, you look at the AI component of things to be able to kind of see, okay, how does it streamline into our own hospital setting? But at the same time, how do we best support? And he's making these algorithms to say, all right, you've come on to our website here at the hospital. You want to find out more about pregnancy. Oh, here is this link here. Try this one. But guess what? We also have this link for other questions that you FAQs. And then here's some resources for you to also look at. Here's an also on-demand you know, telehealth platform, like different 
ones like baby scripts or things of that nature that are out there because there's plenty of them. But of course, Maven focuses on that beforehand, but then it's nice to know this is some place you come even after you deliver. Here's a place you can also follow up with care. Here's a place that you can follow up with your recovery. Here's something that you can really understand for career coaching. Now that you've delivered, what do I do? How does this work? How do I go back to work? And and now who's the best support person for me? You know, and these these are some of those things I think for hospitals are starting to understand. They're going to have to start seeding through and bringing some things together. They may even have to start having some more partnerships too and really understanding what are the needs of my community and my families here? How do I keep them coming back to my hospital, right? So I think it's it's growing. It's still new because people are like, there's no way you could do telehealth. And it's like, well, you know, pediatricians have been doing telehealth for a long time. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) forever like now we should do it for all specialties because it's just it's how in the different modalities of how you look at that care delivery and what you're doing and how you can best support this individual and a lot of times it's all education you know it's really just a lot of education and putting some comfort and some decreasing that anxiety for individuals yeah, for sure. My my books with the AAP have both been around moms. And when I talk to physicians at conferences about the books, I'm always talking about this idea. You know, for kids, we talk all about ACEs. We talk all about these adverse childhood events. We talk all about resilience. We talk all about like ways we can strengthen that and their coping skills and all these things. But if we're not thinking about the entire family unit, about primary caregivers, about moms, about dads, say them, parents, we have to like support those people too. Because if we don't, then it doesn't matter. We can talk till we're blue in the face about supporting kids. It's not going to make a huge difference. Yeah. The you, out. And that's it. That's, that's definitely it, right? It's a, because we gotta really think about that support system. And it really shouldn't matter about your income, about having a building a support system. We always say we're building, I build my family of community around me or my tribe of individuals that I lean on. Well, a lot of times there should be a way for anyone to build upon a tribe of individuals with all of these telehealth platforms that we have. With all the things that we have as far as access. And this is where, you know, building and meeting those needs and meeting people where they're at makes a huge difference. This is where we get into how do we support? How do we answer those questions for you? Because we do need it. It's ongoing. It's never going to stop, right? You're always going to need support. You're always going to need something for something that's happening with a kid or your husband or grandmother or aunt, uncle. It brings in that whole family dynamics. And this is where... I think telehealth is trying to do it. Hospitals are trying to do it. We're all trying to answer this call that's happening because we know our numbers are abysmal compared to other countries mm-hmm. and it has not improved. So mm-hmm. what are we doing? How are we going to make this difference? And maybe it's years to come to kind of see what we're doing, how we provide that access, how the equity continues to grow and build. And then for folks just to understand when you're building and supporting, it's not at the cost of something, it's to make it better. And if you make it better for one, you make it better for all. 
I love that. I think that's a great place to stop. Dr. Airbobo, thank you so much for being here. I hope that listeners, as you're hearing us talk, that you're seeing, sometimes I always, sometimes I feel like there's a little like adversarial thing, like us versus them about the medical system and patients. And, you know, I hope you're seeing how much heart I think both of us have about really wanting to make it successful for for parents and how the intricacies of it will take time. But I think we're we're actually starting to make some headway with, with virtual platforms like Maven. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, well, thank you, Whitney, for having me. This is great. Hey, Mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.